the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It's Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And you know what? Thank you, local news outlet that's playing again that video for me as I go live with the store owner in La Mesa getting crazy on the streets and a friend of ours in local media kicking at him. Thank you for that. Cause y'all no, that's was- carrying a very big stick. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys aren't following this story nationally, it's it's crazy breaking news here anyway. That store owner was charged, and I just needed to laugh because it's been a crazy week. And, I, I mean, it, it's beyond crazy. I, I don't even know if I can talk about this impeachment thing anymore. Glad to have you guys with me. 888-344-1170. Apparently, there's fewer pe- people watching this impeachment then um, have watched, you know, I don't know, um, any of the Hollywood award shows that in recent times. I mean, not, like nobody's watching this. More people watch Rachel Maddow. We know how bad those uh, ratings are. Um, but the, but we're still at day three in which the United States of America is being held hostage. This is a hostage sit- situation. President Trump is still trying to continue to do what he can for the American people. How are you guys perceiving this? I've got my friend, legal analyst, uh, Wendy Patrick, who's going to bring be here in a little bit to bring her legal expertise to that, as well as her legal expertise to a breaking story today that has to do with a real scandal that happened under a president that should be impeached, but for cover-ups, Jerry Nadler. And that is breaking news today involving the FISA courts. So you're going to want to stay tuned to hear the breaking news there and, and listen to Wendy Patrick's Legal analysis of that. 888-344-1170 if you want to call in. Are you guys watching this? This thing is so boring. It's dragging on. It's almost destroyed my, not my will to live, but I couldn't I couldn't even deal with a hair curler tonight. So, no, if y'all watching on Facebook Live, you're not seeing me with any kind of decent coiffure tonight because I just couldn't deal. It's like I'm just so ready for this to be over. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Andrea K. Show. Um Glad to have you guys here with me. You know, day three, how long do you think this is, is going to go? The man who keeps me rolling keeps me going every night of the week. And as we roll into the weekend, I'm glad to share this time with him as every night. And it's DJ Carrot Sticks. Hey, does anyone want Carrot Sticks? Get him out of here. I don't know what hurts more, my eyes looking at Adam Schiff's bug eyes bugging <laughs> out or my feet seeing him stand there for three some hours. He's got to have like dr shoals max on or something he just goes on and on and on and on and on they showed it like sped up and in, in fast motion and it still was like forever i want to know what i want to see camera footage from behind him do they are they pump is there like a drip does he have like from the podium behind him is he getting like a does he have a food line or a pick line feeding him food and you know probably I, I, in, a, in a metal rod i, I don't know it's, it's like he's got some kind of extraordinary adrenaline that keeps him pumping you know like when when people are faced with was you know seeing a toddler under a truck or a dog under and then they can lift a car off the ground to save somebody you know maybe when he's presented with the opportunity to just you know snatch control of the united states of america the power that's available to him and the democrats if they can if they can ultimately steal reverse the 2016 election 
steal the 2020 election and then basically make all elections going forward null and void because if the Democrats don't like who you're voting for. I mean, he said yesterday on the floor, you know, we can't trust the election coming up in 2020. That's why they 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 are trying to allege that Russia has, has got such control over the Trump administration that President Trump should not even be allowed to be on the ballot. I mean, he's he's fueled by something, and it could be insanity. It's backfired on them. Part of his audience is not just John Roberts. It's not just the American people. Really, they're zeroing in, the Democrats are, and Lisa Murkowski, Susan Collins, and a few other squeamish rhinos that they know are vulnerable in their districts, and they're hoping to persuade. Well, we got some backlash going on today. Even Lisa Murkowski. Even Lisa Murkowski said after Nadler pulled his his stunt with accusing them of of being engaged in a cover-up, he said voting, he accused Republican senators of voting for a cover-up, voting to deny witnesses, an absolutely indefensible vote, obviously a treacherous vote. And this is why I was angry at John Roberts, because when... President Trump's defense team, Cipollone, stood up and said, shame on you, Jerry Nadler, for the false accusations and the lies that you have smeared against the president of the United States and done it here in the halls of the Senate for John Roberts to act as though what Nadler said and what Cipollone said are equally bad. What was bad for Cipollone saying, how dare you? How dare you? Cue DJ Carrot Sticks. How dare you? There, I saved. I did for you, baby. He's DJ Carrot Sticks is so sick of hearing the impeachment. He he's not even paying attention to cues. Absolutely. Yeah. But what I don't understand is when is you know Laura Ingram busted some a breaking news last night. I don't know. I didn't hear about this today. I, I in, on the floor today. Maybe we're going to hear about this when. President Trump's team actually gives their opening statement. Here's what Laura Ingram discussed last night on her show. She found emails. Well, she and a reporter from uh, Ken Vogel um, from, I think it was the New York Pro- the uh, New York Post. There were emails that she obtained. There was a New York Times journalist named Ken Vogel who actually got the chain of emails himself from the State Department that, that tied. There were meetings that actually happened. Let me explain it this way because I don't have a huge amount of time. There was an Obama administration meeting in January 2016 with Ukrainian prosecutors, and that meeting involved, mentioned the name of a certain CIA CIA analyst believed to be the whistleblower. Um, in, somehow, I, so Ken Vogel gets these State Department emails. Ken Vogel is the one that had also published the the video, I think, of Joe Biden going around bragging, bragging about how he had extorted Ukraine for money. So Ken Vogel gets these emails back in um, in May of 2019 with these meetings with President Obama, Joe Biden, Ukrainian prosecutors in the emails. And what they discussed was in the meeting with these Ukrainian prosecutors and embassy officials, including Eric Chimarelli. We're going to say his name here. Laura Ingram was not allowed to say it because Fox News has banned the use of his name until it's corroborated, even though we already all know who it is. What they discussed in this meeting in the White House was efforts within, and I'm quoting here, efforts within the United States government to support prosecutions in Ukraine and the United Kingdom of Burisma Holdings and concerns that Hunter Biden's position with the company could complicate such efforts. So uh, she goes on to say, and and in the meeting, um, you know, this guy, George Kent, 
was in the meeting. George Kent, to refresh your memory, uh, was brought forth before the impeachment. They were bringing him in as though he was he was going to um, interesting choice for why they brought George Kent in as part of the team to badmouth President Trump when he was actually in the meeting there in which they were discussing, gee, we want Ukraine to do some prosecutions, but we can't really do it with Hunter Biden on Burisma, right? Hello? Why is this not, how, how is this not already discussed? These, and then she goes on, then Laura Ingram goes on in terms of showing her concern for why the New York Times didn't actually publish this article. That's not really the biggest scandal of the story here. We know why New York Times didn't publish it. We know why they didn't publish it, because it's Joe Biden. The real issue is, how have we had these emails going around, and this has not been discussed at any point? That President Obama was in on this coup. And so flashback. Remember when Joe Biden says in, in the video in which he brags about, hey, I told them you got six hours, bud, like he's talking to Corn Pop. You got six hours, bud, uh, to, you know, fire that prosecutor or, you know, you're not going to get the one point something billion dollars in U.S. backed loans. And he says, well, they said to me, well, what? well, we'll just go to Barack. And he's like, ha, 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 Barack knows all about it. Well, yeah, and it's documented in emails. Documented in emails. This is why Eric Chimarella, who was in those meetings, was a plant. And I said this from the beginning. See, this verifies what I said from the jump, didn't I, DJ Carrot Sticks? I said, what they have done, just like Crossfire Hurricane and that whole crap about Russian collusion, was meant to not just cover up the crimes of Hillary Clinton with the email scheme, but cover up the fact it was prevent defense, I think is the term for it. The best defense is a good offense, right? They knew Hillary Clinton had paid foreign officials and foreign Russian people to get scoop on President Trump. So then, you know, so then they got to accuse him of Russian collusion. They planted evidence on that as the insurance policy in case he won. So what they did here was they knew, they knew what the Biden family had done and pay for play schemes. And using his position as a vice president to line the pockets of his family. And I got to wonder again how much that, that blowback financially, not just lined the pockets of Biden's family, but Obama as well. Because why else would Ob- Obama be in on it? So they planted these people like Vinman, Eric Chimarella, who was in on it from the beginning, knowing about what was going on with Ukraine, knowing that President Trump, we had a new president that was coming in that was going to be looking in Ukraine, going to be looking at corruption. And they had to plant some people around. This wasn't just about the fact that Eric Chimarella didn't like Trump's foreign policy. This was about covering up for the Bidens. This entire impeachment thing today is about covering up for Joe Biden and also Obama, who's really the one that should be impeached. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to pick it up on the other side of the break. We've got a little bit more information that has to do uh, with um, the situation with, um, what's my train of thought? The FISA courts which has to do with Crossfire Hurricane. we got Wendy Patrick is going to be here to talk about that, bring her legal expertise on that, because Federalist blew the lid off the FISA courts today as well. Stay tuned. We're Andrea Casio coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. 
You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Hi, I'm Cecile Ahrens, owner of Transcend Therapy. From a very young age, I knew that I wanted to help people. I wanted to change things for the better and be part of the solution. Through a lot of hard work and determination, I achieved my dream of owning a private practice, Transcend Therapy, where we provide counseling for individuals, couples, and families. I've always been passionate about helping people resolve the things in life that may be holding them back or creating pain. Launching Get Mental Radio was just the next step towards helping more people. Because our mental health is just as important as our physical health. Life is tough, and if you're struggling, you're not alone. We can help you weather the storm. We truly care and are committed to giving you the best service. You're not going to feel like just another client, and you are definitely not going to feel judged. We offer quality, compassionate, results-driven therapy services. For more information, check us out at TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weekday mornings at 11 on The Answer San Diego. 
How do you listen to The Answer San Diego? I downloaded the free Answer San Diego app for iPhone and Android. I listen by clicking listen live at theanswersandiego.com. I go to tunein.com or I open the TuneIn app and search The Answer San Diego. I love using my smart speaker. All I have to say is play The Answer San Diego. And there are easy setup instructions at theanswersandiego.com. So there certainly are a lot of ways to listen to The Answer San Diego. But don't forget, you can always find us on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on smart speakers and radio.com. Andrea K. telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. It is day three of the hostage situation in which the Democrats are trying to impeach the United States of America, our Constitution, basically, basically their entire argument really is that uh, no, uh, at least President Trump shouldn't be allowed to do anything that might possibly benefit him uh, in the reelection campaign. And it's not just, and, and really, I mean, that's really what it boils down, down to. Abuse of power, before the break, we were talking about the real abuse of power, which involved the Obama administration with Vice President Joe Biden. As soon as he becomes the point man for Ukraine, his kid gets $50,000 a month gig on Burisma. Oh, Joe Biden becomes... The point man for the Caribbean and South America and his brother, who has no background in government construction or construction of any kind as well as solar, solar power, uh, suddenly, uh, you know, Joe Biden is the point man for those those countries working on environmental issues. And suddenly his brother is getting fifty four million dollars in, in loans. So, about, you know, they, there's a meeting, you know, abuse of power is Joe Biden's son-in-law being brought up to to the Oval Office for his little health care company that didn't even have a website. And then suddenly he's at the next day at some conference for Department of Homeland Security, uh, Health and Services or whatever with the U.S. government pushing his business. That's abuse of power. That's corruption at the highest levels. And that's what this impeachment is about. It's about covering it up. It's about covering it up and, and taking out the president that's trying to trying to route out the corruption, the outsider that's come in that's attempting to drain the swamp. But I could be wrong, so I brought in legal analyst Wendy Patrick to join me here. She's been on the show many times. She's actually filled in for me, and it's always an honor to have her here. Hey, Wendy, welcome back to the show. Always a pleasure to be here, Andrea. All right, so um, I want to get into this FISA court thing and get your opinion on that in a little bit, but i got to get your take on this impeachment because they, you know, first of all, most Americans are tuning out, actually. There's three million fewer people watching this phase than they did the house when the house brought in all their witnesses and it's because they didn't make their case then this is this is not just boring but their their case isn't being made uh you know the the american people aren't buying uh, they they know what this is about they know what this is about they know trump didn't do anything wrong but i'm not an attorney what's your perspective on this uh, from an attorney who do you think's making their case what are you hoping to see from president trump's defense team when they finally make their opening statements well, I have to say, Andrea, you're 100% right about most Americans tuning out. I mean, they're they're doing their thing. They're going to their jobs, and they're they're dropping off kids, and they're doing laundry. They're not glued to the set watching the impeachment proceedings. They're pretty boring to the average American, particularly because what you've got going on here in the Senate is exactly what you had in the House sort of repackaged and phrased 
somewhat differently. They had a little bit of time to kind of do their arguments as managers this time, but it's the same arguments that are being made. Now, it's kind of a trick question to ask me as a lawyer because I actually do enjoy advocacy, no matter which side is giving it. And so I kind of am a little bit more interested than the normal person. But I think what the Americans are asking themselves is what are we gaining? Are we really gaining anything that helps us in our day-to-day lives, in our jobs, in our health care costs? Prescription drug costs are still too high. National security, you know, all the types of things that we care about. What we're seeing now going on in the Senate is frustrating to those that are watching because they were hoping that maybe they would see something new. I mean, the House was the time to call witnesses, not the Senate. So it's probably just drawing out more of the same towards the inevitable conclusion that everybody knows is coming. It's a road to nowhere. The president is going to remain in office, and this will have been a waste of time. Do you think the Democrats have had a good strategy here in in boxing the Republicans into a corner? Did McConnell choose a good strategy when it was the rules are— uh, they argued over amendments, then the um, which, of course, the Republicans, you know, um, you know, shot down all the Democrat amendments. And then there is the plan of op- opening arguments for the House managers, opening arguments for the Trump's defense team and then go then go to a vote for witnesses, because, it, you know, that gives the, if the Republicans don't go with witnesses, then the Democrats have the argument of that the the. the Republicans are doing Trump's bidding and its obstruction of justice. But if they go to witnesses, then they open up a can of worms. I personally think that they should go to witnesses. They should call the Democrats bluff, drag Eric Cimarelli in, Hunter Biden. You know, there's a reason why Schiff is going around doing interviews and saying that, oh, you, it would be wrong to bring Hunter Biden and Joe Biden in and to, to play into these conspiracy theories. That's the worst case scenario, in my opinion, for the Democrats from a political legal strategy standpoint. Do you agree or disagree? I'm glad you asked it the way you did, because from a political standpoint, I would give one answer. From a legal standpoint, I'd have to give the opposite answer. Politically, it would be great to say, "Okay, you get John Bolton and we get Hunter Biden. You know, you said it's a hostage situation. That would be kind of like a prisoner swap (laughs) where you're going to go. And it would be great theater. And, you know, I know the senators don't get popcorn. They do get milk and water. I hope everybody read that great (laughs) article the other night. That was the most interesting thing I heard about this thus far. But from a legal standpoint, my answer would probably be the opposite, because in order legally to call a witness in court, they've got to be relevant. They have to be relevant and not subject to any valid privileges. So you could argue John Bolton, while relevant, might be excluded based on executive privilege because of the confidential communications, the, you know, the fact that he was in the inner circle. Maybe there's even a classified argument they could make. On the Hunter Biden side, you'd argue he's not relevant because he wasn't on the call that's being called into question. He wasn't a witness firsthand, secondhand, or thirdhand. So both of them would potentially be excluded for different reasons, as much as you and I and our listeners and, and probably people on both sides of the aisle would love to hear what they would have to say, it is highly unlikely either of them would ever be called without a protracted legal process in between, and that would probably take us past the election. Well, let me push back a little bit on that, and me admittedly not being an attorney. I, I don't know how it could not be relevant when the Democrats have made their, their argument that it was corruption and abuse of power for Trump when he said the B word, Biden. The reason why he said the B word Biden is because Joe Biden himself bragged on videotape that he it, it quid pro Joe that he's the one that extorted, 
Ukraine in order to fire a prosecutor that was investigating his son when Laura Ingram found he got emails that actually a New York Times author had previously seen with documentation that the whistleblower Obama, the Bidens, George Kent, and others had a White House meeting in 2016 to discuss the issue with the fact that there needed to be, the, there was prosecutions underway with Ukraine, and we got a little problem here because of the complications with Hunter Biden. So I don't think, yeah, I don't think that you can prosecute President Trump for wanting to, an investigation into the Bidens when the Bidens were a part of corruption in Ukraine. To me, it, it, all, to me, it doesn't true. get more re- relevant. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. All true. But the two articles of impeachment that are in front of the Senate have nothing to do with what Heiner, Hunter Joe Biden may or may not have done. And I agree with everything you've said. But the only reason the Senate is convened is to decide whether the president, A, obstructed Congress, and B, abused his power. So in order to make Hunter Biden relevant, they would need to make it relevant to one of those two things. And remember why he's being called or why they would love to call him for all of the reasons you just laid out. But how would that prove whether or not what the president said on that phone call was quid pro quo, was meant to shake him down, all the terminology we've been hearing? Or how would Hunter Biden be able to show whether or not what the president did in saying executive privilege, not wanting witnesses to testify, was an abuse of power. By the way, abuse of power is also uh, relating to the phone call. The whole case is really about the phone call. So the argument would be that Hunter Biden's misdeeds, same thing with Joe Biden, wouldn't be relevant to what was in the president's mind when he made that phone call. Only the president knows that. And that's why these charges are so hard to prove. They even be hard to prove in a real court. We we wouldn't be here, of course, if this was a real legal proceeding because you'd need evidence to prop up all the legal conclusions that you still hear people tossing around. If there's one thing that's frustrating to me legally, it's constantly hearing people making legal conclusions without any supporting evidence to back them up. That doesn't fly. And you know the irony of this, Andrea, is these Congress people know that because half of them are lawyers. Well, yeah. Well, there was an article, there was a letter that went out from 21 state attorneys general uh, saying, stating today that, you know, if President Trump could be could be impeached for what they're stating here, then every president could, because basically, as I said in the open, ultimately what they're trying to do is assert that anything that that president, that what president, anything that a president does that might benefit him politically is off the table in a crime. Not just, not just yeah. in, because be, that, that, because isn't that the crux of the Democrats' argument that when he wanted to uh, in, have Joe Biden's and the Burisma thing investigated, that that's somehow going to help him politically, even though at the time that he stated that Joe Biden was not even in the race. And so the assertion is, number one, that I guess if, uh, if you want Im- immunity uh, from any kind of investigation or prosecution, all you got to do is run for president. Um, but also the fact that, you know, uh, they're basically saying that because that might help him win election, he's not allowed to do that. Well, then that translates into everything else that he might do. Oh, gee, if he seals the border and, and fulfills that promise, that might help him politically. So, you know, that's abuse of power and corruption, and that's self-serving because they're, because they're stating the the crime is based on motive. And this is, why I don't right. like, this is why I don't like hate crime legislation at all because it goes to motive. We should never be looking at crimes on the basis of what somebody's intent was. In a murder trial, you don't even have to have motive, do you? You just have to prove that somebody committed the murder. 
Well, you need specific intent. You don't need motive for murder. You're right. But you need specific intent for a lot of different kinds of crimes. That's why it's so difficult to prove crimes like abuse of power. Let's just take that one, for example. You'd need to prove exactly what you said. Now, it's probably true that the president knew Joe Biden was going to enter the race. But you'd have to prove that him wanting to clean up corruption was directly related to him wanting to basically have an announcement made. Remember, that was the quid pro quo. It was the announcement of that investigation, not necessarily doing the work. And how do you do that except through circumstantial evidence? And circumstantial evidence is just as good as anything else. What I mean by that for our listeners is, well, let's make a timeline. When did he make the call to hold up the aid? When was the aid delivered? When did Joe Biden announce he's going to enter the race? You could do all that, but you still wouldn't be able to prove what the president was thinking on that phone call. And, of course, course you could look at other circumstantial evidence that points the other way. In a real court, Andrea, tie goes to the defendant. Not so politically. But thankfully for the president, there is no way this House senators are going to move to remove him. What I'm more interested in seeing is whether or not that actually goes completely down party lines or whether there aren't some fair-minded Democrats, maybe not afraid of going back to their district, basically saying, I've got to make sure that justice is done and there just wasn't enough evidence to impeach. Or, or being able to say, we agree that everything went down on that phone call exactly as the Democrats have said. But we don't want to set a precedent, as you pointed out, that something like that, something like that on the phone call is going to be the grounds for impeachment, because that's going to worry everybody in Congress that's ever done anything even marginally similar. Is that really the standard right. we want to set? That's well, more likely what some Democrats are going to say. Well, well, pr- pr- President Trump released the transcript of the, of the phone call. There's no crime that was committed here. Has right. ever, he, he has, released the transcript. He released the transcript. Uh, can I ask you, if, is there any way that you can hold over the break and then we can talk about this FISA court um, ruling from this FISA court judge, the, the secret ruling sure. from, from January. All right. Now, Wendy Patrick's going to stay stay with us after the break. I got to pick her legal brain on this because the Federalist did a report today based on a secret ruling that came out of the FISA courts that could blow the lid off of everything from Mueller all the way through impeachment day three of this hostage situation right here. So y'all stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AB Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AB Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at abariasco.com. The following is a paid political announcement. As a proud gay American, I've been called a lot of things in my life, but a Tea Party extremist, nothing could be further from the truth. I'm challenging both parties to get off divisive social agendas. 
Now Carl DeMaio says he's a conservative, but his liberal record is clear. He even told the UT he opposes any restrictions on abortion. DeMaio told the UT he supports federal programs, including $500 million of taxpayer funding for Planned Parenthood. Daryl Issa voted to defund Planned Parenthood and earned a 100% rating from the National Right to Life Committee. Daryl Issa has always been a reliable voice for the sanctity of life, said Marilyn Musgrave of the Susan B. Anthony List. He has never faltered in his support for pro life legislation. ISA strongly supported legislation to ban late-term abortions and helped pass the partial birth abortion ban. In Congress, Daryl ISA will continue to fight for the rights of the unborn. I'm Daryl ISA. You can always count on me to defend innocent life. I'm running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Daryl ISA for Congress. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing 800-727-9105. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800 800-727-9105. 800-727-9105. 800-727-9105. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. Whether you're just testing the waters of digital marketing or already have a plan in place that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. Face it, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundsandiego.com. Surroundsandiego.com. Connecting you with new customers. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Radio.com. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. On this Friday Eve, I got my buddy Wendy Patrick, phenomenal legal analyst, with me. Y'all see her all the time here in San Diego on Fox 5 and other other media outlets given her legal expertise as well as on Fox News. And she, I held her over after talking about impeachment to talk about the breaking news today. Sean Davis from The Federalist uh, did an article today on the secret ruling that happened on January 7th. According to FISA, uh, the current federal judge presiding over the FISA court, Judge James Bosberg, issued a ruling that with respect to the applications in the docket, and he listed the two dockets for FISA applications, that there was insufficient predication to establish probable cause to believe that Carter Page was acting as an agent of a foreign power. The court understands the government to have concluded in the view of the material misstatements and omissions that the court authorizations were not valid. 
He went on to say that the DOJ has not yet taken a position on the first two applications, but the third and fourth were invalid. This is absolutely huge. And I'm not a legal analyst, but I certainly know of the theory known as the fruit of the poison tree. The fourth FISA application was signed six weeks after Bob Mueller had been appointed as a special prosecutor who knew day one that there was no Russian collusion. This was all a hoax. Every, and, and, and even in this article says that it's, it's possible, given the theory of the fruit of the poisonous tree, that everything that happened in the Mueller investigation makes it null and void. And, of course, we also know that Adam Schiff, for two days now, day three, is actually still acting as though his argument for taking Trump off the ballot in 2020 was because of Russian collusion. Wendy Patrick, this is shocking to me. We have validation now from the federal FISA judge that there was not probable cause. That's a violation of Fourth Amendment rights at the very minimum, isn't it? Yeah, so James Boesberg, uh, the presiding judge, uh, the presiding FISA judge, basically issued a two-page ruling. You know, if judges get all this bad press for, for voluminous rulings, he only needed two pages to basically say, I find a big problem with two of these warrants, and that was just declassified. And, you know, the first thing I thought when I read this is, you know, the president always seems to get a break when things seem to be going in the wrong direction. <laughs> so it's probably welcome news over at, over at the White House. I mean, whether it's uh, one of the circuit courts ruling his way or the Supreme Court ruling his way or some other great news, um, this is another one of those. And so when the spy court admits that two of the FISA warrants against Carter Page were not valid, the next step, as you say, is to do the analysis and see, well, what stemmed from the granting of these warrants and whatever came afterwards. And that's going to be a process. We wish it would happen overnight, but sadly, the wheels of justice turn slowly. But it's significant, Andrea, that it does come during a point in time when some of these arguments about Russian collusion are being made in on the Senate floor. And it's one of those cases that I hope that some of the senators are reading right about now to make sure they don't need to change what they were planning on saying tomorrow, or I should say tonight, they go to one in the morning every day, to, to make sure what they say is in connection with this. And is it then impeached by what is going to or could potentially stem from the reexamination of the evidence that came from these warrants? Well, it could be huge because according to to the Federalist article, there's something called the two-hop rule, that when there's surveillance that's granted under the FISA courts, it's not just the person that, that they got the warrant against, in this case, Carter Page. It would mean that that if anybody that Carter Page talked to could then be under the umbrella of the FISA warrants. So let's say Carter Page talks to, not President Trump, but Carter Page talks to somebody in the Trump campaign. They then can use that as an excuse to listen in on Trump's conversations and everybody else, which means you could then possibly connect the dots down to um, was swept up in this information campaign manager Paul Manafort who ended up being under the Mueller investigation prosecuted former White House National Security Advisor Michael Flynn himself so this has far reaching implications but what I don't what I don't trust is that the people doing the investigation were the people that were part of this in the first place we still have a deep state and this is why I really didn't like Sean Hannity saying from the jump and still does that we just had a few people at the top because um, that th- this did not take place and could not have happened and to the breadth that it did with just 
you know, Lisa Page and Peter Strzok. This has involved a lot of people. If nothing else, you should understand that this involved a lot. This what's going on in the deep state involves a whole lot of people because some low level Eric Chimarella uh, has been behind the scenes and been a part of a grand scheme to, to launch a coup attempt. So I don't know that we really have enough people on the right side of the law in our government to do a proper investigation. Do you trust that? Well, you know, in terms of investigations, you bring up a great point about the two-hop rule. You know, most people have heard of the movie Six Degrees of Separation, but this two degrees is all you need. And as you stated, the FISA surveillance is not limited to the citizen that's targeted. Remember, that's what this is about. Um, but also people that they talk with. So if I'm under investigation, Andrea, maybe so are you. And that is very that is something that is very stressful to the average American that doesn't want to be monitored. I mean, this is America. This isn't the spying type of country where we need to worry about that sort of thing. So when it comes to the president, if Page personally spoke to the president, um, that would be something of issue. You mentioned Michael Flynn, who, by the way, is maybe withdrawing his plea and maybe swept up into all this again. But you have to look at it. It's not just the person, but it can actually be much, much broader than that. That is one of the reasons that this ruling is so significant, because you talk about the breadth of the investigation that ensues when warrants are approved, All of that might be twofold, threefold, however many people that spoke to the president um, or spoke to Carter Page, excuse me, might also be under surveillance. So it is uh, very broad in scope. It's something that most people don't understand. And that's one of the reasons that many, I'm glad you and I are talking about it, because listeners might not have even been aware that this ruling was unsealed this afternoon. Declassified is probably the way I should say it. So now they can read for themselves exactly what happens during the FISA process and why it is so serious when warrants are not supported by adequate probable cause. We were told when this Patriot Act was written and the FISA courts came about that this this was part of the war on terror and that the American people didn't need to worry about whether or not Americans were going to be improperly surveilled. This is a scandal. This is the scandal that's far worse than Watergate. Adam Schiff is up there at these impeachment hearings saying what Trump did in the phone call, which we all read, was worse than Nixon. No, here it is. Everything that the Democrats have done has been in part to cover up their own crimes. There is, I said, day one... I wanted to know, going back to when this first started, I said, I I believe on Liz Wheeler's show, I said, I want to know the probable cause of a sitting Democrat president in the United States of America launching a surveillance campaign of the opposition party and his candidacy. And that was before we knew the details. And this is a scandal far worse than than anything that Nixon did. And, you know, but I, I... for the life of me, I can't figure out why the American people don't seem as outraged by it. Is I think it's because in part the American people have become conditioned. I know a lot of conservatives are. They get the fact that if they if if this the deep state could do this to Carter Page, General Flynn, they can do it to the average American as well. This is a weaponizing of the U.S. government against people for politics. That is third world banana republic kind of stuff, and somebody needs to be held accountable for it. And the only person that it with the Republicans' help that it seems to be under the gun of of investigations and facing any kind of repercussions or anything as president trump he's the and and he's the whistleblower yeah you know andrea if everybody followed it as closely as you did they'd probably be as fired up as you but you do a better job of expressing it you say you're not a lawyer boy if you were you'd be a good one (laughs) (laughs) i'll give you that you'd be a good one i would hire you no matter what no matter what uh, but yes, the, the Americans, a lot of them aren't fired up about it because they're not paying attention. They are right. justifiably wrapped up in their lives as as, right. we, as most of us, you know, uh, can can appreciate. In fact, some of us that follow politics too closely probably wish we had more of a person 
personal life. But yeah. you're right. When you when you do have somebody like the president that is not afraid to go out there, lay out the facts with all of the same kind of passion that you have, people do stand up and listen. And he's got a free microphone on Twitter and everywhere else. People follow him around looking for a press conference. That has been the way many Americans have for the very first time learned Mm-hmm. about how some of these things have been conducted. So thankfully, people like him speak out, people like you speak out, and that is the way Americans will be educated. Sure, they can listen to the other side as well. Most of them do because that's how they become uber-educated is listening to both sides and making their own decision. But when they do, they usually make the right decision. They don't want to see any corruption or unjustness going on, and they do want to see this president stay in office. And we're going to have validation of that, no doubt, come November. Absolutely. Winnie Patrick, I would love to get you back next week. I, I haven't gotten a chance to get into this Harvey Weinstein story, and I want a time, some time to delve into it with the witnesses and what's we'll going on. We'll need an hour for that, Andrew. Oh, I'll girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I look forward to having you on next week to talk about that. Thank you so much, Wendy Patrick. I appreciate you. Sounds like a plan. Thank you. Uh, All right. Now, y'all stay tuned because we're going to shift gears back here to California. I've got an update of a story that just talk about making me angry and crazy. Uh, The left is pushing all day, every day to seize your property, seize control under the guise of humanitarian efforts. And so we've got to talk a little bit about that and more when we come back. So don't go anywhere. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Cynthia's bathroom was a disaster. There was cracked tile rust in the tub, so that's what prompted me to get something done about the bathroom. It was time for a major overhaul. She went with Dream Style Remodeling. So, how'd it go? Amazing. They did a front-to-back, top-to-bottom job in the bathroom, and I love it. They did everything that they said they would do, plus... Cynthia's hired a lot of contractors. How did Dream Style do compared to the others? It was the best home remodeling experience I've ever had. Dream Style was so great, Cynthia had them do even more. I was so pleased that I went ahead and had them do my windows. This month only, save $799 off a complete Kohler shower system, plus get a free shower door. Payments as low as $99 a month, or choose 12 months, no money down, no payments, and no interest. Take Cynthia's advice. Go with Dream Style. They're the best. They're the only ones I would ever go with again. Call now. 619-354-2268. 619-354-2268. 619-354-2268. Remodeling of San Diego Inc. License 995160B. This is Owen Strand for townhall.com. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. 
Those words familiar to many come from the 139th Psalm in the Bible. In poetic language, we learn here that the Creator gives life to every person. Our personhood does not awake at our birth. A child in the womb is a child. Yet since Roe v. Wade made abortion legal today in 1973, Americans have broadly rejected this vision. We have embraced abortion and have killed well over 60 million babies in the womb. Truly the blood of our children cries out from the earth. Thankfully, in our time, we're seeing major pro-life gains. Several pro-life Supreme Court justices have been appointed by President Trump, and younger generations poll strongly pro-life. Whether you're motivated by religious conviction or common recognition of human dignity, let us keep fighting for life. Nothing is more precious than a baby. I'm Owen Strand. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy. Preparing leaders in politics and policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Bill Holland at the queue with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks rebound from a steep early decline, sparked by recovery in a deeply oversold Boeing, ending up 9, 17 from the low today, and adding 68 points to the Dow average. The early decline reflected coronavirus overreaction, Boeing higher after it was noted that the summer target for the 737 MAX was in fact a worst-case scenario It should be easy to beat. The European Central Bank keeps interest rates unchanged there, with Brexit just eight days away. Trade negotiations with the newly independent England are already underway. Comcast reports a large subscriber loss. Netflix up 24 on that. GE up 3.5 on a Morgan Stanley buy rating. Intel after the bell, a double beat and a higher dividend. Intuitive surgery also a double beat. And Apple's new low-cost phone to launch in March. Bill Holland at the queue with the answer on Wall Street. FM 96.1. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. We're going to talk a little California here in a minute. But before I do, I want to give you guys an update, thanks to DJ Carrot Sticks, on the Seattle shooting last night that was happening as we went live. Um, They arrested two suspects last night. We thought it was one. Um, And the two suspects had been arrested 44 times with 20 convictions, 21 times with 15 convictions. Uh, Marquise Tolbert, the one with 20 convictions, had three felonies last year alone. Uh, this from a tweet that DG Carrot Sticks found. You tell me how someone with three felonies in 2019 is walking around free and able to engage in a shootout that kills a woman and injures a bunch of other people, including a nine-year-old kid. Both Tolbert and William Tolliver, the other suspect, are just 24 years old. They both had previously been arrested and charged with drive-by shootings and unlawful possession of a firearm in 2018. So the courts knew full well that these were gun-toting gang members. Why did our justice system let them walk free? Why do we place criminals above law-abiding citizens? Because that's the way it is in in, uh, California. That's the way it is in Seattle now. This is what's going on in New York City with this bail reform to where serial rapists and burglars and all kinds of people are just putting back out on the streets because the Democrats, it's all about power. It's all about increasing their dependency class. They need the criminals to vote for them, and they don't care, just like they're making the illegals that are coming into this country across the border is more important than law-abiding citizens. They're doing the same thing with felons in our courts. An example of this is right now 
going to take place in Oakland. News story broke today. And you know what? This just makes me so angry because it's not, it's gone from that the, the, the Democrats just feel as though that you don't own, you don't have any personal property to the Democrats. I don't care whether it's your income that you get from your job. And I said then, I said, you know what? It starts with them thinking that the money that you make is theirs to take, and then it's going to extend to other property. They're going to c- come and say, you know what? There's poor people. You don't need three cars in your family. You know, we're going to take one for the poor people. And now it's being extended into property as well as homes. The latest in uh, in terms of private property and putting criminals over law-abiding citizens is Oakland City Council today, uh, Tuesday, has now become the first city in California, wait for it, to ban criminal background checks on potential renters. Let that sink in for a moment. You own property and you're no longer allowed to do a criminal background check on who you bring in to your home. Joining me now is Jim from La Jolla. He owns uh, private property because I said to DJ Carrot Sticks, you know, I, I, I can't even imagine what, if, if I own property right now. I, I would probably just sell it. I wouldn't want to deal with it. Jim from La Jolla, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Evidently, you own property. And um, what's your thoughts on this? Uh, thank you for taking my call. <clears throat> yes, I do own rental property in Pacific Beach and Mission Beach, and I've owned rentals for over 30 years. I've been a very responsible landlord, charge responsible rents, keep my properties up. But as you say, in California, with Democrats have just made it worse and worse to make it almost impossible to, to make a living. First of all, they talk about the high cost of rental in California, but making it more and more difficult to make a living for landlords will only lead to less investors wanting to own rental properties. It'll take properties, rental properties off the market. Mm-hmm. And to answer your question, I'd love to sell my properties, but because I've owned them so long, I would pay a ton in capital taxes. But again, it's it's just part of the picture, and Oakland has been one of the more radical um, cities in California on uh, rent control and limits, and they're just the point for Sacramento Democrats. They're the ones who did the rent welfare that they call uh, rent control. It tells us it limits what we can uh, rent sure. our properties for then they make it almost impossible to get a tenant out, no matter how bad they are. And I think in Oakland, I might be wrong, but I think Oakland makes you pay a ransom to get people out, if you can ever get them out. Well, and in this case, you don't even have any means now to try to keep some felon from coming into your property. You can't do a background check and find out if somebody has committed armed robbery in the past, if somebody has been a rapist in the past or a murderer. You don't have any ability to vet who you bring into your property around your well, other. And if you own if you own an apartment building, now what about the liability that you might have if you've, you've got a four-unit building that you that now you bring somebody you're not able to vet and you've got a rapist in there who ends up raping 
somebody? Are you not now, you know, possibly or, or commit some other crime? I mean, now you've got a legal liability here. And, you know, it's all done under the guise of caring about, you know, um, some, they quoted some in this article, some felon who said indescribable emotions and feelings. This is the Fair Ch- Chance Housing Ordinance. You know, we, we ought to be able to get the help that we need coming out and, and have fairness for us. Well, you know what, if you want to, if you don't want to have a problem with your criminal background keeping you from renting a place, how about you don't break the law? Well, I, I agree. And I think, unless I'm mistaken, there's already a law that says we as landlords cannot ask a prospective tenant, are, are you a convicted felon? That's already, oh, you can't discriminate against felon. Now what they're doing is, oh, you can't investigate. You can't ask, and they won't let you investigate which means you're going to get stuck with these people that are undesirable and that people in their right minds wouldn't want to rent to. And your other tenants aren't going to want those people. Right. And then neighbors. Right. And we're running out of time, Jim. And then the ultimate what's going to happen is and then we're going to have people selling. We're going to have we're not going to have anybody investing. We're not going to have people wanting to develop properties. So then we're going to have a shortage and then rents are going to go up and we're going to be we're just going to exacerbate the housing crisis. Democrats don't care. They just hey, this looks good to the tenants. Right. Because there's more tenants in California than our property owners. So it's just an impossible situation. They're making it worse and worse every day. Well, Jim, I thank you so much for uh, calling in and giving your perspective. And um, no doubt people with your perspective would be be called like slumlord and stuff. But we know that you're one of the good guys. Hey, we're going to be right back tomorrow night, Friday night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Bob Walters will be here with his education segment. And we'll have Friday fun day. Peace out.